Join me, Professor RPG, as I sit down with friends, colleagues, and special guests as we reminisce and discuss role-playing games that left their mark on us. Expect to see all sorts, from western style to Japanese and even tabletop. So stay a while and listen, and let us trigger those memories of tales long since completed. Relive that fantasy you hold dear, and come along with us, adventurer, on this quest into the past. Welcome to the RPG University. This isn't how we planned this mission, but this is where we're at. We can't worry about whether the Normandy can get us home. We came to stop the collectors, and that means coming up with a plan to take out the station. Edie, bring up your scans. You should be able to overload the critical systems if you get to the main control center, here. That means going to the heart of the station, right past the massive energy signature. That's, a, that's the central chamber. If our crew or any of the colonists are still alive, the collectors are probably holding them in there. Looks like there are two main routes. Might be a good idea to split up and keep the collectors off balance, then regroup in the central chamber. No good. Both routes are blocked. See these doors? The only way past is to get someone to open them up from the other side. It's not a fortress. There's got to be some way. Here. Maybe we can send someone through this ventilation shaft. Practically a suicide mission. I volunteer. I appreciate the thought, Jacob, but you couldn't shut down the security system in time. We need to send a tech expert. It's your call, Commander. Who you send to the shaft? Class is in session, and today we continue Mace Effect, and we're moving on to Mass Effect 2. As always, I'm your host, Scott White, also known as Professor RPG, and this week I have the pleasure of welcoming to the university Sonic Aficionado, former co-host of IPP, and Mass Effect moderate extraordinaire, the wonderful, the legendary, Brian Nabishinjekin. How, how's it going, Nabishinjekin? Uh, I should go. Um, I'm doing good, man. I'm pretty, I'm pretty alright. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, uh... You, you must be pretty stoked. At, at time of recording, we're just a few days shy of the Legendary Edition uh, releasing. I am. I am. Uh, um, it, it's funny, dude, because, like, uh, uh, I think we'll, we'll probably get into it later on, but, like, um, uh, I've been re-experiencing the game as well through PC mods, uh, which has been great. Um, kind of on off that because it's a whole Sonic theme, but whatever. We're, we're not talking about that. Um, <laughs> we, don't, we don't talk about Sonic here. Um but like uh that's been like really great playing that way and then like um then eventually hearing like the legendary edition get it announced and everything like that, which is like, you know, like five years too late, but whatever. Give it to us, it's fine, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like uh yeah, I I'm ready to go through it again. Cause like I can never get enough of it and now I'll probably buy it like three more times soon. Of course, of course, as you have to. Uh but yes, we are here to talk about Mass Effect 2, the suicide mission game. Uh, this initially released back on the Xbox 360 in 2010, on January 26, 2010, in Australia on January 28th, and in Europe on January 29th, 2010. The PlayStation 3 owners would eventually get it about a year later, on January 18th, 2011, in North America. Europe would get it on January 21st, 2011. Australia would then get it on January 27th, 2011, and would later be released on PC, and in a few days' time, 
It will be released to an all-new generation of players on the Xbox One, PS4, and uh, PC again. So, But looking back on when this game initially came out to kind of get your minds back in uh, the mindset of what you might have also been playing in addition to Mass Effect 2 all the way back in 2010. Other games that released that year are Fallout New Vegas, Red Dead Redemption, Halo Reach, Alan Wake, Bioshock, the original Nier, Castlevania, Lords of Shadow, Mario Galaxy 2, Kingdom Hearts, Birth by Sleep, Fable 3, Metal Gear Solid, Peace Walker, and the original version of Final Fantasy XIV. So 2010 was a pretty big year. Uh, any of these games suck up any of your time back then? Oh, Nebuchadnezzar? plenty of them. Um, just to clarify, Rafael, you said Bioshock, not Bioshock 2. So just to clarify that. Oh, uh, that's true. Um, but yeah, like uh, this was like a very big year for me. Weirdly enough, a big year for me for the PSP. Uh, yeah, I was yeah. really into the PSP at the time because Peace Walker was amazing for me, and and mm. oh, obviously so Burst by Sleep is like my like my second or third favorite Kingdom Hearts game. So like um, yeah, like I I one hundred percent that game. So that was like my entire year was mm-hmm. was that game just to see that secret ending. And, uh, but like uh, yeah, like Red Dead Redemption. Like I remember the, the talk of that year was which one's the bigger game? Was it Red Dead Redemption or um? Uh, Mass Effect Two. Um, that was like, the, the big mm-hmm. debate of like which game is the the game of that year. Um, yeah, it was an amazing year. Um, obviously, Mario Galaxy Two. I, I don't want to like sh- shirk on that too. <laughs> so, so that game was also amazing. yeah, super super strong year to be sure. Uh, but yes, of course, we are here to talk about some Mass Effect Two. So, uh, Namshin, at this point, were you like? hugely into mass effect or like what was your first experience or when did you first get into not only the mass effect franchise but specifically mass effect 2 no i I wasn't into mass effect almost at all um it was weird dude like um just a very weird and arbitrary um journey with uh with me and mass effect uh because like um uh, i used to listen to his podcast called um interactive distractions that used to come on um um hosted by Chris, Jess, um, Chris, I'm sorry, Chris, Jason, um, Jeff, and um, Travis at the time. And like, uh, they were like, the big thing about them was like, uh, yeah, other than like their opinions and stuff like that, like, uh, they usually had this big Mass Effect spoiler cast. And so, like, um, mm-hmm. me being an added fan of them, like, um, you know, like, wanted to be a part of what they're saying, being the zeitgeist, um, suffering from the FOMO and whatnot. Or whatnot. Um, I wanted to like get into that series. Um, so like, uh, you know, the first Mass Effect came out and like, um, I bought it eventually, but like, like every time I try to play it, like I just, I couldn't get into it. I just couldn't, I just didn't, couldn't wrap my head around it. It was like the first game I ever played like that. Um, Mm -hmm. and like, um, like pretty much every time I got to the Mako, it was like always like a hard stop. I tried it like three times. Like it just, I just couldn't get to it. And then eventually like, um, Mass Effect 2 came out and that's like, the game of the year everybody loves that game and and it's like me at the time it's like i can't i i just can't play this game until like i played the first one i just have to um that mm-hmm. was like my rule of time now it's like whatever <laughs> but like um at the time it was like <laughs> i have to like go through the trilogy i have to go yeah. through the uh, the um the previous games before i get to like the the current thing so like i just grit my teeth and just went through the first mass effect fucking loved it loved it loved it loved it loved it loved it um, sorry, I don't know if you can swear in this podcast or not. Okay. No, yeah. Absolutely loved it. Um, and then like um 
because <laughs> like by the time I beat Mass Effect Mass Effect One, uh, Mass Effect Two came out on PS3. Uh, so like mm-hmm. I was like, well, I can't like not carry my save over. That's the whole big thing about this thing. So like, right. so like I bought the 360 version and the PS3 version. I pretty much gave the PS3 version to my best friend at the time, but like um, he never really got into it. <laughs> so uh, so that just <laughs> sat there, and um, I just took it back eventually. But like um, you know, I carried my save over into two, and then like that that's when it was like. Oh my god! Like this is like because like I loved it. I loved Mass Effect One. I loved everything about it. But it was really just two that just like everything matters. Everything I did mattered. Mm-hmm. Every person I talked to mattered. And like and that's and that's really what like sells it for me. And probably why I'm now thinking about it, why I'm such a big kingdom of Hearts fan. Like everything, everything I did mattered. Everything mattered to this point. And like mm-hmm. I, that that just really just got to me and maybe just love the series <laughs> emphatically. Yeah, um, I touched on this a little bit last episode with uh, Mario, but I kind of bounced off of the original Mass Effect the first time I played Mm -hmm. it uh, when it first came out. But the gratuitous amounts of hype that had built up before Mass Effect 2's release, Mm -hmm. uh, like, it was incredible. Like, all the ads and the big, like, suicide mission uh, things going on and, like... uh, Martin Sheen being um, the elusive man and all of this stuff that they they pumped so much into the marketing budget budget for this game uh, got me is like okay I'm super hyped for this and like you it's like I have to play the original one like I'm gonna give it another shot see if I like it and get through the game played it through uh, the second time I got like the silver case greatest hits version on the 360 mm-hmm. played it through fell in love it's like okay I kind of understood the how gunplay worked a bit more that you have to really invest in the the specific gun skill trees so you're not swaying all over the place and you can actually hit things. Right. Um, but when Mass Effect 2 came out, I remember it was relatively soon after Christmas and my parent or my mom had gotten me a pre-order or something for this game for Christmas. Um, but I really wanted like the Steelbook collector's edition of this game which she wasn't able to get a pre-order on. So I remember waking up early the day it came out and I ran to my local target and they had one. So I managed to pick up the collector's edition and I had the guide and I just, I love this Mm. game. I love the characters. I love the cast. I love like this game has one of the most intense openings of like any game still I've ever Mm. played. It's top five for sure, but yeah, I fell in love with it. And this game, like you said, with the choices mattering, uh, fell in love with the series right right there on the spot for sure. So you're more um, a two-er than a one-er, I guess you would say, <laughs> um, as far as like a... Uh, yeah. yeah, I think, I for me, it's more the refinement and just gameplay mechanics that really sealed the deal with mm-hmm. me compared to Mass Effect 1. And I'm anxious, I'm really excited to go back and replay like play mass effect one again with in this legendary collection where things have kind of been adjusted and refined a bit specifically for the first game um because i love the story like i love saren i love the whole kind of um detective kind of chasing down the fugitive storyline and everything of the first game i love the story it was just it was rough it was like still an unreal engine 3 so there was so much pop in 
the crazy load times, mm. uh, like a lot of those like hurt my experience. I love so much about it. Point system um, <laughs> or the non-existent yeah. one. <laughs> right. Exactly. So when S- Mass Effect Two had much more refinement and tweaks to things, it's just like this is this is what I wanted. Uh, the first game to f- to feel and play like so I fell in love with it and I still love to this day the original as yeah well. I- I'm totally there with you like um oh uh, there's a there's a lot of ways where like I feel like there's something about the first game that's like that's so ambitious that like um mm-hmm. I can that's why I, I totally see when people say like oh one's my favorite just because of like there's a lot of stuff and wanted that's just you don't ever see in the series ever again um yeah a lot of, and there's a lot of cool stuff and like even like i would i would do i'll still dare say like the the dialogue tree is still the best in one and like they never really captured that mm. again as far as like like you know the scene with rex i know we're talking about too but like i'm just, just getting to it no like, no like the scene with rex where it's like you could talk him down but you could talk him down like if you actually like hung out with him you don't have to actually pick the blue choice or the red choice which is really the thing in mass effect 2 whereas like that that matters a lot more being Paragon being Renegade. Yeah. Whereas like you can actually just talk to him in Mass Effect One and like actually have a conversation mm-hmm. with him. Like, okay, I see where you're coming from because we had this conversation and you know, uh that kind of got lost in two, but like, you know, everything else is better. So <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Uh while we're on the topic of kind of companions, what's your like go to party setup for Mass Effect Two? Or it, it or do you have one? Two is interesting, like, um, because I could tell you in one and three is definitely like we are in tally, like all the way, all the way through, um, mm-hmm. or as much as you can with them, um, as soon as they're playable, basically. Um, but in two, um, that's that's the that's the interesting one, dude. Like that's like a different flavor every time. Like I'm feeling antsy. I feel a little Jack and Thane in this time around, or I, I want to do a little Zaid and Legion. Like it, I feel like. And it's 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 really that game too that like that compared to like the other ones it's like you you, you mm-hmm. want to play with everybody like everyone's fun in their own unique ways like incinerate with Morden is op and like um um uh, you know Miranda with uh warp and stuff like that and it's just like it's just so much fun just experimenting with everybody and everyone gives gives you something and like even if you do have like something like a Zai and a grunt where it's like um. If you go to get like the collectors in there have like biotic stuff, that's a hard, harder battle. But like, it's still fun mm-hmm. just doing it that way. Yeah. Um, what was like? What's your like preferred go to class? I guess. Oh, it's always Vanguard. <laughs> always, always Vanguard. Vanguard. Um, Th- was that the one that could charge? Yes. Like dash up yes. to a dude. Okay, that's the one I used. Yeah, Vanguard. Vanguard is like the perfect middle for me because like so mm-hmm. like soldiers does like all the weapons and like uh you know better sights and like uh you know slow down time and stuff like that which is cool and then there's biotic which is like uh you know you have singularity and like um or maybe that's the first game um space wizards yes and like um you know the do all all the your mm. biotic stuff so like Vanguard is like the exact middle of that. Which is like what I really want. Like I want to be able to like use a sniper rifle if I want to, but at the same time I want to like you know just like be able to push and throw somebody. So like basically that's the most Jedi one you can get with a gun. I guess you say <laughs> a Jedi you can get yeah. with that one. 
Jedi with a gun. I like that. I like that description. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I rocked Garrison Thane really hard. Like those were my boys, even though they were both snipers. Like they both were really good at the same thing. It's just I love I love Garrus coming from Mass Effect One. Like he he was my my favorite character from that game. I thought his design was cool. I thought his story was mm-hmm. cool. And then with everything that he that goes on with him in the second game and then Thrane or Thane as like, Oh, I can't pick. So I'm just going to take both of you. Um, but yeah, such good characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like when you think mass effect Two, like what are the big moments that stand out to you? Oh, mass effect two in general. Yeah. Yeah. Like when, when I say mass effect Two, like what moments of the game, like, instantly come to mind uh it's definitely the suicide mission uh shadow broker dlc because i i I think a lot of people agree that like that's one of the best dlcs ever made um and uh obviously the opening's really good as well Mm -hmm. that's yeah i think those are my three um yeah yeah yeah, it would just be those three like because i could say stuff like me the elusive man for the first time and just just seeing that because like i think visually it's amazing mm-hmm. this this, this oh, scene yeah. where his his baller spaceport or wherever the hell he is just looking at a dying sun like you can't like that's 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 just the coolest looking scene that, like yeah. in anything oh yeah um but yeah yeah it's definitely those moments that i feel i mean there's sweeter moments too you could say like one of my romances uh is like really important to me and that's why i, I can't play uh the trilogy any other mm-hmm. way um, so like mm-hmm. you know that's just and who is it i mean i, I say it like almost every day on the internet man it's tally <laughs> tally well just in case my <laughs> listeners haven't followed you or something well, you probably should follow me at novice 161 i'm on twitter and I'm not quitting for a month <laughs> <laughs> he'll be back yeah, he'll be, be back, back though but uh yeah it's this game is it's crazy how popular the mass effect series became after two Mm -hmm. like like the first one was received pretty well but it was like universally understood and kind of acknowledged that it was kind of a janky mess for a good for a lot of it was a janky mess but it had a lot of good stuff going for it but with two i just i remember the media and marketing push for this game it was like everywhere you looked there was Mass Effect 2 stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, even in the same contrast of saying that, like, um, how with 3, it seemed like either people just dropped it or just just kind of just like, oh, there's too mm-hmm. much, you know, like, with the ending and the other, other stuff about it. But, like, uh, just, like, people just, like, didn't vibe with 3 at the same level as 2, which I think is kind of a crime um three is good in his mm. own rights and like there is problems with it and like i have problems with it but you know i still love that game yeah i think this one just had such a strong slogan associated with it like the suicide mission like things are going to be bad mm-hmm. and how will you mitigate the damages and kind of deal with it was such a kind of resounding and exciting marketing message i think for this game that especially like with rpgs and everything you don't necessarily it's rare that you encounter a situation where 
there's a good chance that your entire party will die. <laughs> You know, like you might have like your uh, random character, like your Aerith or or General Leo and stuff die from and, and it's sad and it's meaningful, but it's like it's not your whole crew. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's it's it makes me really wonder, too, because like I like I know in my heart of hearts that is true that like Mass Effect 2 is one of the best games ever made. But like it also feels like. Mm-hmm. It feels like I'm programmed that way <laughs> in a weird way. It feels like it's it's almost so it's so weird that like it's almost like universally type of thing. You know, it's a universal mm-hmm. love. It's like how people say something about like um like Red Dead Redemption One, I guess you would even say. Like or like um you know, just like what is it's one of those games where like you know, like everyone has an opinion fucking now. And I'm sure someone will have an opinion eventually when the legendary edition comes out about like, oh Mass Effect is done like great, blah 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 blah. Or it used to be great when they didn't like enhance it or whatever. <laughs> but mm-hmm. but like there's something about like this game. Kinda like how like um I guess like the last game I felt like this was like maybe like um or a game I felt like this recently was like Persona Five. Like I feel like that's mm-hmm. like a game where universally everyone loved. And it's just like mm-hmm. it's it's kind of a rare thing, especially nowadays, about like um, the something that like everybody's into, or you know, like if you're into that type of thing, yeah. it transcends like the gaming landscape and almost becomes like part of the common zeitgeist of what's going on or being talked mm-hmm. about. Um. But kind of what you were thinking, that it just like feels like it's the best game ever. You're kind of sounding like you've been indoctrinated, dude. I'm just saying. <laughs> you wouldn't be wrong. <laughs> it's kind of sounding like a Reaper indoctrination. Well, I had this whole YouTube series about like um, how like I was always indoctrinated, but no one ever knew. And so like, you know, like I had <laughs> dreams and there was like black puddles and like, you know, like people interpreted it that way but it was just really just like my art my artistic artistic vision man you know, mm-hmm. you know sorry sorry you thought that but you know this is what it was wow uh <laughs> i don't know i think it's actually giant uh robot space uh um squids are actually uh messing with your brain <laughs> i i think that's i think that's it um, Talk about the deep cuts, dude. <laughs> deep, the deep cuts, exactly. Well, people get these um, references like later on. Yeah, <laughs> I think about this. That, uh, see, no, I can't. I can't tangent on this show. This is my show. I'm sorry. No, go tangent. This is like that's the whole thing with here at RPGU. We go on tangents and we just nerd okay. the hell out. So right, go off. Be free, now, but you be free. Um. I am. <laughs> it, it makes me it makes me wonder like um you know this is because everything's post-mortem now and like the original ending is mm-hmm. scrapped from from existence from the legendary edition so like it's like hmm like when people like look at this like i don't get what the big deal was when like they finally beat like the trilogy like the the, the three mm-hmm. people who are going to do that no one's going to fucking do that no one's no one uh, see now we're now we're, now we're talking about stuff because Let's go. I'm go. I'm on this ride, Nabishin. I'm buckled in because, like, I I refuse to believe all these all these people on the internet. It's like, oh, I've never played the trilogy before. I'm the one. This this is be the one I'm going to get into. Like, no, no, you're not. No, you're not. You're going. This is the, this is the Kingdom Hearts thing. Where you're like, oh, Kingdom Hearts three is about to come out. I'm going to play this series, and I'm going to like let you all know about how I think. No, you're going to play like the first one, and you're just going to stop. Stop it. Just stop it. 
Stop making me hope. Stop making me think you're going to like, oh, yeah, we're going to do this together. No, you're not. You're not. It's going to be just played by people who just want to replay it again, who already played it like 20 times already. It's like, oh, I'll just play it again. Whatever. I still love it. I, mm-hmm. I like these slightly good visuals. That's PC level. So you could just like, if you had a PC, you're already going to see it. So like, why are you buying this again? I don't know. I'm stupid. But like, <laughs> uh, okay, I'm done. Or you're going to get the popular new Twitch streamers that didn't really exist back when this came out in 2010, playing it, quote unquote, for the first time with their exaggerated responses. It's like, whoa, no way. Mm. <laughs> and I'm at the same time, I'm I'm just waiting for a whole new batch or a generation of people to play it. And kind of like what you were saying, just experience the ending and of three and either do what you said and respond i don't see what the big deal was those were just they were just a bunch of crybabies <laughs> or it will be like the whole new biggest worst thing ever mm. like i'm trying to figure out what the internet today will find horribly horrendous and outlandish to complain about with Mass Effect 2, or like the Mass Effect games with this legendary edition. Hashtag release the extended extended cut. I don't know. Uh, yeah, the, the Snyder <laughs> the Snyder cut of Mass Effect trilogy. Mm-hmm. It, it's interesting, dude. Like, um, I just talked recently with um, with Alex, Jess Coswell and um, Andrew Coswell from um, Uppercut, and like um, yeah, we were thinking about like, man, like how these it's specifically about Mass Effect 1, but, like, it, it bleeds into 2 and into 3. Like, um, how, like, you know, like, you can more or less play as a racist in that game <laughs> if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. And it's like, huh, how does this play out in 2021 and as far as, like, feeling that way or something like that? Like, you could, like, like you know, like, like in Mass Effect 3, there's an option where, like, um, when you see Eve... Um, the the savior of the Krogan race, um, like one of the females up from um, mm-hmm. uh, of the Krogans, um, very important wo- uh, woman, and like um, you can just pretty much tell her that like she's just an object, and like you, like fuck you, like I just need you just to settle these differences, and like you're done. I don't care about you, type of thing. Like basically mm-hmm. just like fucking just like dragging her through the mud, type of thing. And it's like ah, oh, like that's gonna hit different now, <laughs> like in these days. But like. Yeah. That's also what's good about it, I guess you would say, like uh, the options. But like, then it's like, should we have too many options? But ah, let's let's get off this topic. <laughs> if you select that, it's like, are, should you be mad at the game for including the option, or should you be mad at yourself for choosing the option? Mm-hmm. Should you not because you're role playing? It yeah, it's going to be just very interesting. I'm anxious to see the reception to all the kind of, uh, yeah. Uh, narrative choices or directions for some of the storylines that you can choose how they're received in in a decade later world that is so much more polarized and opinionated Mm -hmm. and um people are very quick to to jump on the angry bandwagon yeah some people i shouldn't say all there's so many awesome people out there as well but it's going to be interesting to see and it's like you know like um we're we're a fan of an industry that likes to write articles that are super supportive or super criterian i can't say the word i'm sorry 
um, about like uh, just like uh, the general opinion of the internet um, about stuff. So like, you you know, like mm-hmm. as, as soon as like it's like you know, like when they're like doing an legendary edition where it's like um, taking the camera away from Miranda's butt, like something like that, and mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, that's like. You know that's 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 you know you're censoring the game. You shouldn't do that type of thing. And it's also like at the same time, it's like well, that's the point of Miranda. It's like you're supposed to view her that way because like in that and now when you see her as a person, you overcome that type of thing. But like you know, at the same time, you're it's an ass shot. So like, <laughs> so it's like it's it's a mm-hmm. difference um, in in a, in a lot of ways. Like with Ashley in general, like whole thing about her was she's a space racist. But like, is she really though? Um, because, mm-hmm. uh, like, you know, you, you literally, in Mass Effect 1, you literally meet someone who is a literal space racist, and she calls him out on that. And it's like, yo, you're going too far about this type of thing. And it's like, it's it's mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a weird level of, of acceptance that we have to, like, think about. And, like, you know, like, because, like, so we're, we're really into it now. I'm sorry. Um, no, you're good. No apologies. Um, like, with Ashley, in general, like, I always took Ashley... Um, as far as like my playthrough, my canon playthrough, I always pick Ashley um, over Kaden. That's because I don't like Kaden, but like you know, whatever. That's just my choice. And mm-hmm. like, um, and like when you get to know Ashley and you know like her reasoning, so that not like not that I one hundred percent agree with her decision to like kind of like shun off um, other races. Like, um, you see where she's coming from and why she felt that way. And then like when she grows with the team and like she sees that she was wrong and like there's like moments in the maybe not in that game in particular but like definitely in three where it's like oh yeah at least my sister and like anyone fucks with her she fucks with me mm-hmm. type of thing and like even like navigator presley the, the guy from mass effect one <laughs> um yeah. see all these in one two's not the great um <laughs> <laughs> navigator presley from one like um you like he was he was saying like you know some off the wall shit some crazy shit and then like and two, like in one of his diet messages, is like, you know, I value all these people. I value Tally. I value Rex. I value Garrus. And like, um, like I, I will die for this crew. And he did. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> gonna be a wild ride. I think, regardless, regardless, it's going to be a wild ride. Um, but yeah, like, what are some, oh, I'm trying to think, like, what would you, hmm, what are some of your, like, favorite worlds and stuff from 2? Worlds from 2, um, what was it, it's Haystrom, or was it something to start with an R, um, but it was, a, it was the, uh, the, it was the planet where, um, you, you recruit Tally, um, Mm-hmm. God, I, I wish I remembered the, the planet's name. Um, but like, it was a planet with the sun, uh, where like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you, you're out in the sun and it's like, it'll like pretty much eat up your shields. An annoying level, but a cool level, and like a very like one of those like, um, like the lore of it like overpowers the like you know like crappy uh, gameplay aspect of it i guess you could say because <laughs> it, it, it's a very mm-hmm. against the player um level because it's the only world that does this but 
you know, like yeah. you're hiding in the shadows to like shoot off uh, the guests in like certain areas and stuff like that, and like you're managing your shield while also managing your health and stuff like that. Like it's super cool. It's a super cool world. Mm-hmm. Um, that like um, and it, it is my favorite because of that. Like it's so different and like, and though it is annoying, like I think it's like one of the coolest worlds like in pretty much any of the aspect games. Yeah. So I know you, you mentioned this a bit that you've uh, bi- you're a big modder for this game and you've played these games a lot. How many times do you think you've played through Mass Effect Two? Two in general. Yeah, two uh, in general. Two. Because it's interesting, dude. Because it's like, um, cause like a, what a lot of people say when they um, when they play these games, like. Um, you know, like they see it as one big package, so it's not just like just playing just two. You can't play two until you play one again. So you have to play through one to play the two to play the three. So like, and it, and it's an interesting thing too because it's like um, if if I were to say the, the amount of times I played one, I would say I played maybe like twenty. No, it has to be more than twenty. Maybe like um. Maybe 30 times. Maybe with one. Oh, wow. Two, I would say probably 20. Maybe. Maybe lower than that. And like three would definitely be like mm-hmm. uh, single digits. Like I to go through entirely okay. through three. Yeah, like single digits. Not that because, not because it's bad. It's just like, yeah. you know, it's like. You know, I, I want to play the Mass Effect trilogy again. So, like, I, I put up one. I go through all of one. Love one. Start up two. Love two. And, you know, I might get distracted around the time because, you know, I know the beats to beats for that one. Um, and then, like, when I get to three, it's just like, okay. You know, it, it's it, it's a flow. But, like, it's like I still love the entire trilogy. It's just like, you know, like, when you, when you have yeah. the excuse to get distracted, like, you play something new while playing something, oh, you, know, you might pick the new thing over it. Just in case. Oh, for sure, for sure. So, like, what's your canonical route? Like, what is your canonical shepherd? Like their choice is their choices. Uh, for two, let's see. Um, so when a game starts up, it's always um, uh, the console member is still alive. Um, Ashley, mm, Ragna Queen alive, basically good boy good boy route uh mm-hmm. like for like other miscellaneous stuff like um conrad Werner, um pretty much like let him go easily during like mm-hmm. shut him and stuff like that i didn't do that um hmm this is still alive uh helena blake is still alive um uh, I let go of the Batarian terrorists. Yeah, okay, that's everything to carry over, more or less. All right, so far as far as two, like this, the decisions in two, um, keep Malin's data. Uh, uh, Sedonis is still alive. Tally is not exiled. Uh, brainwashed the heretics. I'm surprised I'm remembering this off the top of my head. <laughs> um, Miranda's sister um, is free, still alive. Sir Cash is dead, obviously. That, that happens anyway. Uh, Jack blows up the the plant, uh, but she didn't kill the guy who was in the plant or her asylum um, facility. 
Mm -hmm. uh, Grunt is um, part of Clan Urknock. Uh, Thane reunites with his, uh, his his son. What was his name? What is his name? What is Thane's son name? Koyak. I don't remember. Thane Koyak. Jr. I got there. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Zaid um, didn't kill the guy who betrayed him. Um, the captain of the Blue Stuns. But, like, he's still cool with me because, like, I pretty much told him he's a shithead. And he's like, okay, you're right. I am a shithead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kasumi, uh, I let her keep Keiji's data. So, like, she still obsesses over her dead boyfriend. So, like, I don't know. I did that. Um, God, is that everybody? Uh, Samara, she killed Morinth. Um, I think that's everybody. I don't care about Jacob. Um, he, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Jacob, um, uh, he pretty much leaves his father there to die at, um, at the planet. Mm -hmm. I think that's everybody. Yeah, I think that's everybody. Impressive. Very impressive that you were able to uh, pop those those decisions off. Yeah. But I guess that's what happens when you play through <laughs> the game 20, <laughs> yeah. 20 times. I guess I submit it to everybody survives and like... Um, uh, mm -hmm. we killed the Terminator at the end. So, yeah. Yeah. Now, I'm curious. I don't know if you remember this, but the first, your first playthrough, mm -hmm. did everyone survive? Yes. Surprisingly. Because, <laughs> like, there's that, that, in, that invisible mm -hmm. timer, man. Like, um, I, like, I, I didn't actually know about that. And, like, even, even my crewmates, like, um, like the, the miscellaneous people, like Kelly and stuff like that, they survived too. Like, um, like, uh, like, you know, like, I didn't know everything going to the game, but, like, you know, I know of a suicide mission. So, like, I was, like, stressing mm. over that. So, like, um, and I was loving the game. So, I, I was just playing the game and just, like, loving it because of that. Mm. And, like, I just happened to make the right choices. Like, I just happened to do that. You know, like, pick a, pick a leader, um, Garrus. Because, like, you know, like, specifically mm. Garrus, because, like, um, for the leader. He's a badass? Yes. And because, like, um, the whole Miranda and uh, Jack um, butting heads thing. So I couldn't pick Miranda. Or mm -hmm. if, if I pick Miranda, it would have to be, like, I would have to have Jack on my team and, like, Miranda separately. So, like, they wouldn't be together and, like, maybe some friction would that happen. I don't know. I didn't know. I was freaking out. Um, mm -hmm. And, like, I put Tally down the shaft because she was good at tech. And, like, I'm not, of course, I could have picked Legion. But, like, um, I, I don't know. I, I just picked Tally and that worked out. Oh, here's what's a, this invisible timer you mentioned? Timer? Oh, um, so like, um, as soon as like uh, the collectors, um, take uh, go on up uh, the Normandy, pretty much, and then like Joker like um goes to the hyperspace and like um you know get that, all the collectors out. Um, you have like maybe three missions. I think it is. You can only go through three missions. Um, without anything happens, but like if you go to like a fourth mission and then eventually then you go into the suicide mission, um, mm -hmm. then your your crewmates will die. Uh, not not your crewmates, but you know your miscellaneous crewmates will die. So Kelly will die basically. Mm -hmm. Um, so like if you don't like, so like after after like the whole collectors thing, um, um, you have like maybe like three or four, um, uh, um side missions you could do like usually then i i usually do like legion's mission um and get that out of the way um but like 
but if you take too long, um, your um, your crewmates will die. Ah, okay. like Donnelly would, or I think maybe it's Gabby. Mm-hmm. I think it's Gabby who dies, and Donnelly's still alive, type of thing. Okay, yeah, I remember my first playthrough. Everyone survived except. I want to say it was Jack, and it was going through the... No, maybe it was Samara. It was whoever I sent through the ventilation shaft ended up dying. Mm. And I was super pissed. Why did you pick them, though? I don't remember. Like, it was... No, it was... There were bugs involved, and they got, like, swarmed and... dung or something i don't remember i know someone died i think but. you're thinking about like uh the part where you have to have a psychic like carry out um like to have a bubble around mm-hmm. yeah uh, i said psychic a biotic <laughs> um um and like that's where you could pick like jack or samara and like you know you have to have them like 100 percent as far as loyalty mm-hmm. if you don't have them loyal then they're getting toast so that might have been what happened yeah that might have been it. I've only played through the games once. Oh, really? Each. Man, I feel like a, really. a weirdo now. <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, I... Yeah, I remember... I want to say I started replaying one, but then things came up or something years ago, and I didn't get through it. But I wanted to kind of replay the games and everything. Uh, but then they announced the Legendary Editions. So it's like, okay, I'll just hold off. So I'm, like, really excited about re-experiencing uh, this whole this whole crazy world mm-hmm. uh, with the Legendary Edition. I- I'm excited, dude. Like, uh, I recently went through um, went through the entire trilogy with um, my best friend. Uh, she like, she never played it before, and her boyfriend is, like, um, mm-hmm. super into Mass Effect. So, like... Um, uh, around the time when she was dating him, uh, she just pretty much asked me like out of the blue, like, "Hey, can I can I just borrow the trilogy from?" Him? I'm like, damn right, again. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> like, uh, you know, like it's always been something she saw afar from me liking. Like we used to be roommates and stuff like that, and she saw me playing it all the time. I was like, "Oh, what is that game?" I was like, "Oh, it's Mass Effect." You know, I, I play it all the time, especially then. Holy shit! Mm-hmm. Then you talked you talk about Brian Jackson in 2012 <laughs> through 2014, like. It was nothing about that. It was nothing about those games, dude. Literally nothing else. And like, I I, play, I played the Mass Effect trilogy for over a year, and like, I remember looking mm-hmm. like I think it was called like Raptor or something like that. There was like a site where you like you to chronicle your hours, like in total, like with all the games. I, I did over a thousand hours, <laughs> and I was like after like a year <laughs> of playing, because um, I was like three hundred to Mass Effect one, three hundred to Mass Effect two, and like uh, almost three hundred to Mass Effect three. And that's what I'll play in the multiplayer, mm-hmm. so that's weird. But yeah, I'm a weird boy. Oh wow. That's cool though. Um but yeah, I'm excited. I I'm I'm really looking forward to, to the legendary edition. I hope it's good. I hear that there's no no reviewers have gotten a copy, and I guess there's supposed to be a giant patch, like day one patch to fix a bunch of things. So I'm like, mm, I know how this goes. Mm, typical video game. So <laughs> I'm hoping it I'm hoping it's okay. Um, but no, I'm super excited. I got the the legendary cash version with the the helmet. I did too. Um, I got all that. I did too. Why um, did I do that? 
My big ass head. And it's gonna fit it because apparently yeah. like it fits big people with big heads, but it's just like uh why did I do that? Like it doesn't even come with a game. Mm. Like I don't I don't endorse that. But I did it anyway. Yeah, no, that's bullshit. <laughs> I did it anyway. Yeah, that's super bullshit. Mm. Um I I concur that is a crappy practice that companies shouldn't do. I blame um, you, Dishonored. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you, Dishonored. <laughs> Even though you're a good game. Damn you. Oh, uh, man. Good mm. times. Good times. Now, we know that a new Mass Effect is being worked on. We probably won't see it for another five years or something crazy like that. But what you mean do that you... mean that title, Mass Effect, will continue? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, with that, that teaser trailer that they showed. What do you hope comes and happens in the new Mass Effect, it's bro, like it's 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 so hard for me to talk about this in, in a lot of ways, um, mm-hmm. mostly because like you know like Andromeda really burned me and it burned me hard. Um, yeah, I've I've never finished it. I, I haven't finished it <laughs> because like um, it burned me hard because like um, it was like a it was blind faith. It was like. They can't fuck this up, type of thing. B, it was like, um, you know, I was really giving it a chance too, cause it was like, oh yeah, like it's 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 buggy, but like you know, Shepard's got a weird face in Mass Effect too, so like it's fine. <laughs> so like it's, it's not gonna be that bad, type of thing. And it's like, like I just ended up just hating it. And like there's like there's like three games, well four games off the top of my head. Like I like games i just like i just absolutely like despise and hate it's like Mega man x6 and like um uh mm-hmm. i'm with you <laughs> yeah bionic commando um the the um ps3 361 la noir mm-hmm. and that fucking game and trauma like it's like it's just like a hate to like astronomical levels and like will i replay it again i i'm sure i will eventually um i i, I need to see how it ends Mm-hmm. I don't, but I need to see how it ends. But like, <laughs> um, it's just one of those things where it's like, ugh, that, that game burned me so hard. So like, when I think about like, like w- the, the moment they announced Mass Effect will continue, um, I was like, I, like I literally came out of my mouth and I texted Alex immediately because like I I convey all my feelings mm-hmm. to Alex. <laughs> I I texted Alex immediately. Like, Bioware needs to shut the fuck up. And like, like they just they just, they just need to stop because yeah. like it was just right after Anthem was canceled and like they still haven't done Dragon Age yet and that guy and this is gonna rework too and it's like it's not like I'm the, like the diehard Bioware fan like I'm just pretty much just Mass Effect and a little bit of Dragon Age transition and that's about it but like it was just mm-hmm. like just shut up just shut up like I, like don't don't yeah. even talk like you even know what I liked about this game because apparently you don't because like. We mm-hmm. the way you did Andromeda is just like that's inexcusable to me, <laughs> and I get really heated, I get really yeah. upset by it. Um, and this stuff I don't talk about on the internet, so that's why I'm just conveying it all here. <laughs> no, I I'm the same way. It like I know so many people were like exploding. It's like oh my god, I can't wait, and I'm gonna analyze the trailer. And all I could think of was like, why would you? fucking shoot dragon age 4 in the foot by announcing like by showing this mass effect trailer like teaser trailer that we won't we haven't even gotten like dragon age gameplay Mm -hmm. footage let alone like and you're 
It's like, no, don't do this. It's And kind of like you, I've been burned by Bioware so many times. It's like, I don't give Bioware the same kind of bl- that blind faith, blind credit that I would prior to Andromeda mm-hmm. releasing. And it's like, don't, we didn't know that. Like, you said that it was on the back burner and that it would probably be revisited another time. But, like, don't try and garner fan favor by just showing this trailer and it's like, oh, you want to, oh, you didn't like Andromeda. Uh, here's some of the characters you like. Yeah. Oh, oh, you can see Liara. Isn't that cool? Do you love us again? And it's like, no, just stop. It's, it's very like. Because it, <laughs> it's, it's very, uh, I'll probably get flack for saying this, but like, it's very like modern like bringing back old shit and making a modern movie of it like coming to america 2 yeah. or bill and ted uh whatever back to music i can't remember what it's called um it's, it's shit mm. like that where it's like this is so fucking unnecessary pandering yes it's pandering. and it's like what and bro when that game starts you know there's gonna be like some bullshit from like the old game that there's like references in here and the good 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 because like you have to you literally have to because like it's ugh, is that's just it drives me wild dude ah yeah like it's how many like, times you're you gonna say and, we, i should go and 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 <laughs> mass effect will continue it's great for citadel because that, that that was the end that was the end that was done we're good but like you can't mm. do that again. And like and they try to do that in Andromeda with like, you know, like snippets of like Garrison, Liara and stuff like that. Like, don't fucking do that shit, man. Like, be your own thing. And that game totally no, no. See, we need to stop. We need to stop. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, if Dragon Age 4 tanks, I don't see Bioware being around to finish Mass Effect 4. Or 5. <sighs> In all honesty, I don't. I don't even want to like say anything about that. That's 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 that's, that's too terrible. <laughs> that would be like the hugest bummer. But like, it's also the fucking Donald Glove gift to saying good type of thing. I'm like, no, no, I don't want to be yeah. that guy. It's yeah. final talking. <laughs> yeah. I don't want it to like. I've been a huge fan of Bioware since like the Baldur's Gate days. I I hate to see it, but like. They've, they've really kicked themselves and and foo, done some foobar decisions the past few games. I'm hoping, like I love Dragon Age. I'm super hoping Dragon Age Four will be great. I'm still pissed with the whole Mass Effect, new, the next Mass Effect reveal, but I'm still hopeful that it will be kick ass and kind of return to glory of the series. But at least we'll still always have Mass Effect Two because mm-hmm. Mass Effect Two is very good. That's a perfect segue into we aren't the only ones that love Mass Effect 2, so we are going around the web. First up, we have user SkiNinja89 from Reddit. They say, end of Zaid's mission where you can either kill him or see him learn to let go for the greater good. Plus that line, rage is a hell of an anesthetic, has to be one of the best lines I've ever heard in a game. Seeing my girl tally for the first time after being spaced, Jack blasting the Seeker Swarms away during the final mission. Shep giving his big speech, always enjoy those. Meeting Legion, and Morden singing. 
Yeah. Good times. Yeah. yeah. Morden singing uh, was was fantastic. God. There's, there's something special about you, man. I, I know we literally just talked about this. Yeah. But, like, there's just something almost moment to moment. Because I... I like other other than like yeah. scanning planets, like what where's the downtime in that game? Like, like yeah. everything, and even that's addictive. Yeah. I love scanning <laughs> exactly. planets. <laughs> Fucking love that shit. Oh, so good. Probing planets and probing Uranus, man. <laughs> Ed's uh, Ed's quip. Everyone do that when when you get the legendary edition. If you haven't, find the soul system and shoot a probe at Uranus. It's great. It's a good time. <laughs> you want to take the next sure. one? From I, I'm Psych the Almighty from Reddit. Uh, the background conversation in two is some of the, of the absolute best, especially Sir Isaac Newton is the deadliest son of a bitch in space in the Bachelor Party. <laughs> it does have this game does have some really good inter-party dialogue uh, banter back and forth. I gotta say. <laughs> Great times. Great times. Next up we have user Rumbelly1 from Reddit. Figuring out Archangel is Garrus the very first time. Damn, I'm happy to see you. Yes! That was such a cool part. Much. Like, um, um, I, I can't remember if I was, I was there when uh, my best friend was that because like Garrus was her boy and like so like um, mm -hmm. I, I think I was there because like I, I, I remember like a squee or something like that because she didn't she had no idea and then eventually it's like oh my god it's Archangel it's my boy Garrus everything so yeah it was great so good uh, K Marie Rose from Reddit meeting Miranda for the first time that was the absolute um, hard eyes the second the door opened <laughs> The woman deserves everything. She's complex and guarded, and when you romance her, she finally allows herself to be vulnerable. It's heartwarming. Now, if only she she be romanced by Fem Shep, this lesbian would be fulfilled. <laughs> oh man, we leave it to you, modern community. <laughs> I think they might be out there. There's some. There, there's some. Oh, there's some crazy mods, dude. There, there's a mod. Yeah, what are some good mods? You're you're you you did a lot of modding with this game. What are some of your the, your go tos, your recommendations for the the original? Yeah, I, mostly the mods are just like this visual enhancements. Like that's all I really cared about. It was just making it look better. Cause okay. like um um I had a, a new PC at the time, and I was like, oh yeah, let me make me look make this thing look as good as fucking can. And like I did, and it looks great. Um and like and, and there's like there's some certain enhancements for certain things, like um like one of my favorite things um because i'm a tally guy um was like uh, you can like make it so that you could partially see her face in, inside her mask um not like fully because mm -hmm. like you know you don't want don't ruin the illusion um <laughs> that sounds creeper uh but like um <laughs> you know like like uh let's like give it a little more emphasis on her eyes and then make her look somewhat similar to her picture from three so it's like, oh, okay. So like, mm -hmm. yeah, that looks great in that game. And like, um, oh, but like some like the crazier mods that I've seen, but like I, I, I didn't want to do because like it's like, ugh, no, don't don't do this. It's like, <laughs> like there's like a there's like an alternate ending for like um for three. 
<laughs> someone did. It just like took audio spices from elsewhere and like you just see like um what was it? It was um at the at the at the plaque at the end, like you just see like everyone just standing mm. there and then like you can see the shepherd back there just like hanging up, like the sign that says John Anderson. And then it's like <laughs> and then you just give a hug and then it's like, Oh, that's the end of it. Like, wow, okay. Alrighty. Alrighty then. Next up, we have user He One Eyed from Reddit. It's not a specific moment, but everything about the game, from the Bioware logo during startup to the music that plays when you complete missions, gives me such a sense of cozy nostalgia. Always takes me back to playing it through the first time on Xbox 360 in my old childhood bedroom. Yeah, not not really mentioned yet, but like, yeah, the soundtrack is like OD. It's so good. It's so good for like yeah. not, not even this this game, but like the trilogy in general. But like, you know, like suicide mission in the elusive man scene oh mm-hmm. my god this is transcendent it's so good <laughs> yeah they knocked it out of the park with the the sci-fi vibe uh of the soundtrack for the the, the trilogy super super good and our last one h4 rent from reddit uh when the collectors attack the normandy and you play as joker and then when you go to rescue your crew invisible timeline um, it's been so long since I last played the game, but uh, but there's something about that whole s- section that stuck with me. The horror aspect, the urgency, the wanting to do everything correctly to save your people that you've grown to know and care about. The whole ordeal was quintessential Bioware for me. Truth. Truth. Um, but thank you to everyone who sent in your favorite moments and memories. I love to hear them and read them. And as always, down in the show notes, you'll find links to both of the subreddits where you can submit your own favorite moments and memories from Mass Effect 2. I can't wait to read them. Now, after you've heard Nabashin and I gush about this game, you might be wondering to yourself, well, where can I get it? Well, we are here to help you with that. Luckily, it's pretty easy and pretty cheap to find this game. This, uh, If you want to get the original version, it's super cheap. On PlayStation 3, you can get a loose disc copy for roughly 5 bucks, complete in box for about 6 bucks. And if you can find it, new prices are ranging for about $13 to $15 right now for the PlayStation 3 version. Uh, the Xbox 360 uh, version of it is about $4 loose price, $4.50 complete, and about $14 brand new if you can find it. The PC or the collector's edition is a bit pricier, um, with uh, the 360 version being about $11 complete in box collectors for 360 is about $25. And if you can find it new, it's about 140 Now, if you don't care so much about the physical version, you can pick it up on Steam currently for $20 for the base version, or the digital deluxe is $30. Or, of course, you can just hold off and buy the, the brand new Legendary Collection, which comes with all three games from the trilogy, for $60, available on PC, Xbox uh, One, and PlayStation 4. Uh, uh, so check that that's out. A, that's a quick, uh, I really recommend this, but kind yeah. of a warning, I guess, really, whatever. Uh, the PS3 version of uh, Mass Effect 2 is 
it's hit or miss. Like the good of it is like they take um the character models from Mass Effect Three engine, so like it's like a little bit they look enhanced and a little bit better as far as that. The problem is is like some environments just look awful. So like if I were to say if you're gonna get a physical version, I would mm-hmm. recommend the uh, Xbox Three Sixty version. There you go. And this man knows his Mass Effect. So if he says try and avoid, if you can, the PS3 version, avoid it. Go with one of the others. But let's say you've snagged yourself a brand new copy of Mass Effect 2 and you've played through Mass Effect 1 and it moved on to 2. We have some tips and advice to help you on your way to the suicide mission. Navashen, what tips or advice would you give brand new players? Um, I kind of already mentioned the timer, but like, um, I would say, because this is important that like most people don't know about it until it's like kind of too late. Um, there's two friction points in this game where it's like, and it's kind of unfair, honestly, where it's like, um, where like two of your crewmates argue with each other and like, then you literally have to make a choice between either or, or you can use your Paragon and Renegade to get through it. So like. Uh, for as far as loyalty missions, like save like probably Jax and let's say Legions for the last ones that you do, um, just because um, you'll need like a full Renegade or a full Paragon to actually like like a literal full Renegade or Paragon or maybe it's eighty percent it's around there to like persuade them so like you can like end that argument without losing the loyalty from somebody else. So, yeah, that's the only, like, real bullshit thing about Mass Effect 2, honestly. No. For my tip, I would say if you want to ensure your characters are alive or give them at least the best chance to survive the final, the big suicide mission, do all the loyalty missions and upgrade your ship, the Normandy, every chance you get. There's a certain amount of... There's still a certain amount of chance uh, on the suicide mission where you assign different characters to certain roles during the mission that even if you do those things, they might still die, but it will at least increase your chances. So check that out. And of course, save, or if you want, just read guides online. There's plenty of notes on how to make everyone survive that suicide mission. We are on to one of my favorite points of each episode, the monster or enemy of the week. Navashin, what enemy are you sending to the arena this week? I am sending the Shadow Broker. Um, Not the Shadow Broker at the end of the Shadow Broker DLC, but the Shadow Broker um, before then, I guess I'll say it as much. Um, The Yogg. A very, very cool villain uh, where... You heard about the Shadow Broker for so long in Mass Effect 1, even like in, in parts of 2, and like you're just like, who is this person? Who is this person? And you're, you're totally expecting like just like, you know, like a Wizard of Oz type of thing, where it's just like some frail man in like a chair, just like not really able to do much of anything. But like when you actually meet the Shadow Broker, it's like, oh, you're actually a big hulking beast. <laughs> and, then like, and then you have to fight him. Um, and it's, it's super cool. It's like one of the coolest things about Shadow Broker amongst other things. Um, but yes, yes, the Shadow Broker. Perfect. 
Well, for the Shadow Broker, he has quite a lot of health, he has a lot of armor, and a lot of shields. You'll find him on Hagalaz, so be sure to check that out. His attacks include, uh, he will shoot his M76 Remnant, he'll deploy a Kinetic Shield and remain there. Uh, he has a melee attack, and uh, he has an Omni Shield and Big Body, um, so just be careful. He's, he's, a big, he's a big boy. He ate his Wheaties growing up. His space Wheaties. That is going to do it for another episode of RPG University here during Mace Effect month. Uh, thank you so much for hanging out and nerding out with me, uh, Nabishin, over some Mass Effect 2. This is a I lot of fun. It, man. Like, um, we don't talk enough, unless like, it's about Mega Man X, apparently, but like, <laughs> we can talk about other things, too. That's awesome, too. <laughs> oh, love it. Uh, I've, I've wanted to have you on for a while, and with I know you love Mass Effect, and this was just a perfect time to have you on, but I can't wait to just chat and nerd out with you some uh, nerd out with you 100%. again and yeah we got Mega Man x to talk about we got all sorts of stuff maybe we'll talk some beautiful joe when you uh play through those games during how about this event. scott let's go but, let's both play that yeah Mega Man x ps2 rpg and then command yeah, mission then we'll come back on the show let's let's go <laughs> let's go i have it i've I actually never it. touched it so it's, well, it's, it'll be an experience it's it's crazy but uh yeah i'm down we'll do that that'll be fun uh we'll do like a mix of book club and rpgu <laughs> where we play through at mega man x command mission but that that will be a Whoa. lot of fun uh but where can people find you online what do you have cooking go ahead plug your stuff and uh let people know where they can find yeah, you um when you come back on exactly. social media <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah i'll be back probably around like uh e3 week so like uh expect me then but like um you'll still you can still see me on um instagram um nabishin 186 that is n-a-b-e-s-h-i-n 186 um also on uh twitch um like i just got through playing through all the sonic games quote unquote the mainline sonic games so like um um transitioning to play some platinum games eventually um probably taking a break from that honestly like i'm, I'm just trying to like Mm-hmm. get my mind back into the game especially because i'm working constantly oh, yeah. <laughs> so like um uh that's those are the main thing and of course twitter yes twitter when i eventually come back to there um it is novice 186 that's an a-b-s-h-i-n-186 um and also uh catch me on um irrational practices presents patch notes um yeah, that's yeah. like the only podcasting i actually do whenever we get around to doing it and it, it, that's just mostly me just like or me, me or me or Alex, my co-host Alex O'Neill from Rational Passions. Like, uh, yep. we just want to gush about something. We just want to talk. We like, and like, we tend to like have these like tantalizing conversations. And like, as Scott witnessed, I get like super emotional and super involved when I get really involved and love something. Uh, so like, um, Alex is my filter for that, and that's usually pretty much what that that show is just him just like getting through it helping me express myself helping him express himself um and mm. like uh we both come out as better people at the end of that so yeah i think we should do an episode or i should i'll have to talk to alex if i can do if you and i can just do a bioware episode and talk about bioware yeah. And future bioware and mass effect in the oh, future he'll be down for that he would, he would love to talk about that too i'm Oh, yeah. heck yes. 
but no uh patch notes is is great i love hearing your guys's discussion it's always so full of passion and uh discussion it, it's great stuff so be sure you check that out uh on irrational passions presents uh podcast feed it's a lot of good stuff but thank you to each and every one of you who's listened today be sure be sure to rate and review us on your preferred podcast service as i'd really appreciate it have an if you have an rpg you would like us to feature on an episode tweet at irrational pod with the hashtag rpgu with your suggestion or you can share your own favorite memories and rpgs directly with me on twitter at solidsnick120 and as always stay safe stay healthy be kind to one another class dismissed